Hey, everybody, on our podcast, we talk a lot about hanging out in Hollywood while on our way to being the next big thing. I'm William Leon, and acting is my full-time job. And I'm Mark Marcello, a director, choreographer, actor, and writer. And this is... Made in Hollywood. Today on our podcast, we talk about the rules and regs of the golden age of Hollywood. And about how this year's Oscars might actually represent the movie-going audience. Okay, Mark, Mark, Mark and Mark, how you doing? Whoa, 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 what's up, what's up? What's up, my guy? Hey. Dude, how you doing? Dude, say, be, be about the same as last time I, as last I talked time? to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, well, that's that's cool. Well, why don't we why don't we get into the topic of today, which or one of the topics of today? Is it Movie Pass? Sure, it can be. <laughs> I was gonna bring up this article that I uh, that I or th- dude, did you get the, your your email from MoviePass saying that you you can you're now not on the waiting list anymore? Like you can like join up. You know, MoviePass has been they have been emailing me lately, but I haven't been clicking on them. So what's the deal? Yeah, so apparently like it they've opened it up to all markets and like you can sign up and everything. The problem is is that like you can't like I already have AMC A list. And so, yeah, I don't want another, I don't want a $30 a month. I actually don't understand how it's going to compete with AMC. And they don't tell you until you sign up, apparently. And you can, the only way to sign up is to pay. And I don't want to pay, like, without knowing exactly how it's working. I watched the video. It didn't really say. Yeah, so... MoviePass, man, you're letting me down. MoviePass, I think, is going to fail again. I think so, too. Um, I mean... A-list is really good. A-list is really good. And I, but if you don't have an AMC in your area, I suppose MoviePass would be great. Yeah, but AMC's the one. Like, who doesn't have an AMC in their area? Like, I, I mean, think I guess even other in rural states, areas, right? I mean, there's got to be like other AMC's states. AMC's like that the don't. one. I feel like maybe Regal or AMC. Yeah, I feel but like I feel if there's a Regal, there's always an AMC somewhere. But like, I but think a lot maybe. of Regals have been closing lately. I think so. And then AMCs have been like opening in those places. Oh, maybe. Like and like, or some of the locations they like they've like bought and then turned them into AMC's. Well, I do love my AMC experience. Yeah, so I mean, I I feel like Movie Pass is gonna end up crashing and burning again, but you know maybe it'll work out. I just don't see it. Yeah, I just don't see yeah. it. Yeah, no, I I, I get it. Um, I, I, I don't get. I don't. I don't see it either. But um, anyway, I want to talk about. I want to talk about. I was reading up on old Hollywood, and one of my favorite subjects. I know. I know you love old Hollywood, and I was. And I figured, I, I just was reading about how a lot of things were really different back then for um, stars and celebrities. Um, and I thought maybe we could talk about some of the, I saw there was basically a list of like, ba- it was 35 different things of, of like why, like what was different for celebrities then huh. that isn't the case now. So yeah, I thought, I'm, I'm interested in this list because yeah, there's, I mean, it's, I mean, it's so different now that, I mean, it's night and day. I feel like. I think there's some that are, that are really interesting. Um, that we're gonna have fun talking about. Um, so one of the ones was uh, that they had to be willing to change their names. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, a lot of them did change their names for sure. I mean, Francis Gum became Judy Garland and like pe- things like so that. It's as I mean, many of the old Hollywood stars you know and love: Marilyn Monroe, uh, Rita Hayworth, uh, Judy Garland. The list goes on. Uh, use stage names picked by the studio. Uh, MGM even held a contest to find, uh, to f- uh, pick a name for a new star. 
like, yeah. to pick the name. Wow. I mean, yeah, I, <laughs> I'd never heard about the contest thing, but it makes sense. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> so many of them did change their names, though. Yeah, I guess that was just the kind of the thing to do. Yeah. I mean, uh, the names they picked out for them, I, I mean, they're really nice names. <laughs> I think so, too. <laughs> yeah, but Rita Hayworth's name was, uh, her last name, her her dad was a pretty famous dance teacher, and she was a, a very good dancer. Um, grew up in in his dance studio with him. Uh, his name is, I think, Cassini or something like that. Uh-huh. I think that was like her her uh, her last name. You know, I mean, so, close it. to that. I'm I'm butchering it, of course. Wait, but... so was it Rita Cassini, or did they change the whole? Thing? I don't know. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, um, but yeah. So like, I th- I think a lot of them. I mean, really. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I mean, I know a lot of people use stage names now, but it's interesting that it'd be picked out right from the studio. But I guess that. Th- was because a lot of them had to sign this it says here they signed long-term contracts with the studios yeah of course um and then they couldn't work with other studios while on contract correct that's not the case now i mean no it's not i mean you generally have a uh a f- if if you even have a, like a three picture deal or something basically you can still go to another studio and work there but as long as you give the studio that you're you've got the deal with the first look basically and if they reject it then you can go elsewhere but generally that's like for producers and writers um yeah. actors don't often get a picture deal anymore and yeah. i mean back then it was years they had contracts for years yeah i'm i haven't i know adam sandler right now is contracted with netflix um but i don't know if that means like I don't know what that means. I don't either. Actually. I know all of his movies. I think have been Netflix. Like he, he he probably has a, a deal, like an overall deal with them, but not as an actor necessarily. Probably as a producer, yeah, maybe actor, whole package kind of thing. Um, yeah, so that's kind of interesting. It says it says here that also, um, at, but talent could be loaned to other studios. Yeah, so like Gene Kelly was loaned to Columbia to to. Uh, make a movie called Cover Girl. Okay. Um, uh, ironically, <laughs> um, and uh, but he was an MGM contract player. Uh huh. And went over there. He worked with Rita Hayworth on Cover Girl. Uh huh. And uh, my friend Miriam Nelson was in that movie. Um, and uh, yeah, and it's a great little movie. And then he came back and he did, you know, because I, I oftentimes they they were paid enough by another studio to use them and like you know they'd go and then they come back and then they do more movies at their studio you know what i really like i like that i'm able to bring these facts up and then you're able to expand on them for me oh <laughs> <laughs> you're like teaching me this stuff <laughs> well i like all this stuff i've you know it's my... like a little history lesson yeah, yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> um so it also says here uh actors could not refuse parts period it says during the studio system, it was unheard of for an actor to refuse a part because because doing so often had severe consequences. Oh yeah, they'd go on suspension. So like yeah, say like an, an by, actor, it says Betty Davis was suspended by oh, yeah. Warner Brothers for yeah. turning down a role. You know, Betty oh. Davis is the first. Uh, it was I think the first star to pr- uh, create her own production uh, studio, mm-hmm. her own production company to create and produce her own stuff, so that she had more control over herself. She also was one of the first um, to have an agent who like really you know pushed and pulled with the studio it was it was that was very unheard of as well so i mean 
uh, you know, I, I don't have all my facts there, but right. that's that she was one of those front front runners on all of the the SAG union and all of that kind of stuff too. <laughs> so different from today, where you know actors really have to take um, uh, the 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 steering wheel with their with their you know careers. Yeah. Whereas, you know, back then you could get a contract and basically you were kind of at the mercy of the studio, but also they ran your career and you didn't have to do, you didn't have to be in charge of that. I mean, that sounds great to me, to be honest. It does sound nice, but it's something that's like, I mean, in today's day and age, it sounds completely... It's foreign. It's foreign. It doesn't even sound... It sounds like a whole nother world. Um, It really is a whole nother world, old Hollywood. Yeah. Compared to what we are now. Well, it absolutely is. I mean, there's some stuff we know, like their love lives were often arranged, and so their mar- some even marriages were orchestrated. I mean, oh, we yes. know about uh, a lot of this. I think we've talked about some stuff, even more recent stuff that is that's. I mean, I guess this wasn't this wasn't directly related to like the studios, um, but like like Tom Cruise, and like his whole deal. Yeah, um, I mean, uh, the, those rumors have flown for years, and and I, you know, I. Saw some of that firsthand, having worked with Nicole and and then then Tom later. Uh, interesting, like um, you know, yeah, very <laughs> that 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 kind of stuff being arranged like that, like through the science, mostly through Scientology. That that whole Tom Cruise thing um, has you know been orchestrated and all that stuff. If if what we think we know is true, yeah. Um, but back then, I mean, oh my God, everybody from Charles Lawton to Walter Pigeon to Marilyn Monroe to James Dean and uh, Catherine Hepburn and Spencer Tracy, so much of that was fabricated. Their lives, their personal quote unquote lives mm-hmm. were comp- often completely fabricated. That's for pretty the wild. Yeah. That is really wild. And the the studio, if something came out, if one of the if a reporter got a tip on something, you know, basically the 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 um the studio would shut them up, would would pay them off and get rid of them and get rid of the story, and that happened a lot. Wow, <laughs> that's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's kind of cool though. It is there's, cool. There's this uh, this book that came out a couple years ago called Full Service by Scotty Bowers. Uh-huh. He was this kid who like he was like some nobody kid, but apparently really handsome. And from what I've seen in, in pictures, very handsome. Mm-hmm. That he basically worked at this gas station, uh-huh. and stars, you know, would come. He kind of became this um, hustler, basically like kind of a pimp. In a way, and and uh, and a um, a callboy for Hollywood stars. What does that mean? So they, so he would have sex with them. Oh, um, oh wow! Wait, many a book of them. It. Yeah. Oh, it's a great it's a great book. He names so many names, and it's very interesting. And please don't don't bother reading the Charles Lawton part. It's disgusting. Really. And uh, yeah. So, but he, but then he kind of started to organize different guys and girls for different men and women of Hollywood. What? Oh yeah. So he was basically like this kind of like this pimp for free. Like he didn't charge anybody and he didn't take a cut. And he and it was just... wait, it was for different stars? Mm-hmm. Oh that's wild. I think there's a dating app now. It's like called 
<laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yes. It's like just for stars. I guess that's the same thing with him just... You know, it's the same deal. They just put it on an app. <laughs> yeah. Except that I don't know that that, that stars actually use that app. Like the There are pro- some. <laughs> I know for a fact that they're on there. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know they are. I think it's mostly DJs, though. <laughs> Just oh, like geez, random they, club DJs. Stars. No, but there are some stars on there. Um, yeah, no. I, Because I, I was listening to uh, Nicole Byer. Um, she was... Uh, Nicole Byer. She was... Uh, she was she was talking about it. I think she's on there. I think. Mm. Um, but she always has celebrities on there, so they talk about it. And it is used by by celebrities. That's very interesting. There was a Hollywood madam, um, quite a a couple, like I think about 15, 20 years ago, that got, you know, arrested, indicted, and all that stuff. Like, but she was like this like wheeler dealer for the stars and stuff, and would you know, you know, get everybody set up and everything. Really? Like, oh, you know, this person is, you know gay once you know so she would set that up or like you know this guy you know is married has this great hollywood marriage but is having like all these girls on the side or so you know stuff like that like you know but every i i recommend this full service book this if you if you're interested in old hollywood stars like it's really interesting <laughs> it does sound pretty interesting i mean i'd like to give it a read and he really debunks a lot of myths that are out there like a lot of like or a lot of just stories you know hollywood mm-hmm. stories that we all think you know like the that we all think those are the the perfect romances and all that stuff and yeah you know, speaking of Hollywood stories, I know we talked about the Fablemans last week, but uh, I was hoping in that movie they were gonna talk. They were gonna because there's that like story of Steven Spielberg going to like sneaking into or oh, like yeah. posting up in an office in I was on Universal. At Universal, and they didn't show that. Yeah, I was like dying for them to show that because um, I want to know because I feel like he'd put it in there if it was true. If you you haven't seen Babylon yet, but you really should oh, see yeah. it. I, I mean, if you want to dive, I'm deep. gonna see it. I'm gonna see it. I think it's really fascinating. Like there was stuff in there that I don't know is true. If it is true, I didn't know about it. What time period does Babylon take place? It's the silence to the talkies. Okay. So basically That's the late 20s to the early 30s. Okay. But if you want to do a deep dive on like early, early old Hollywood, I mean, it, it's definitely an interesting ride. Yeah, I want to see that. I'm not sure how much of it is totally factual, but I, I have the feeling he did quite a lot of research and... And you know, did some did 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 his his diligence, due diligence there. Um, uh, I think it's interesting as we go into this this Oscar season um, that for for the first time I feel like in a long time we have movies that are nominated for best picture that are actually movies that the public loved. Oh yeah, like with you, everything everywhere all at once and Top Gun and Top Gun. And yeah, exactly. And that's something we last year we were really complaining about. Yeah, that. and um, I think that there's and and then Avatar too as well. That's I mean, true. That's just crossed two billion in in global sales. I mean, that's crazy how yeah. many people have gone to see that in the movie theater. Yeah, and which is great. Go to the movies, people. And but like three big box office movies are up for best picture yeah. this year. Unlike so many years past sure yeah where like no you never even heard of these movies half the time with everything everywhere all at once top gun yeah avatar 2 and then you know and then also elvis is nominated for best picture as well and that was i think that that actually did quite well it did quite well which i think people didn't expect it to um 
But you also have, obviously, the ones that we haven't seen, like um, Germany's All Quiet on the Western Front, which mm. it's a foreign picture now nominated for Best Picture. I've heard instead. people saying that, that they think that's gonna get that's gonna take Best Picture. I've heard a lot of people. Uh, thinking that one's gonna take best picture wow i mean um, i don't know i gotta but see it I, I have not even seen it i keep hearing that the banshees of it sharon is going to but then but the then three i hear the most are the the fablemans banshees and uh all quiet on the western front okay That's i've also heard hearing. everything everywhere all at once actually no you know i i have heard that too oh yes all of them could take it <laughs> but then also all good movies the, also we have tar which you saw right no i didn't see tar i i want to see tar yeah, I need to see Tar because I love Kate Blanchett. Um, and Triangle of Sadness. Oh, and... I want to see that because it's a comedy. Um, or at least a comedy to a certain degree. It's it's labeled as a comedy. Triangle of Sadness? Yeah. Um, hmm. Sounds sad to me. <laughs> it does sound sad. Um, but I think it's maybe like one of those quirky movies that they're like, yeah, it's a comedy. Like, like I mean, I'm just talking out, out my booty, but um, like uh, Wes Anderson movies where they're like kind of like, they're like not really comedies, but they're like so weird and quirky that they're like, yeah, this is whimsical and we'll call it a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like it's kind of like that, but I don't know. And then Women Talking, I don't know anything about this movie. I don't know anything about that. I, 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 I was planning on seeing it since it's in theaters right now, um, just because I want to see them all. But yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't really know anything about that. Yeah, Frances McDormand is one of the producers. That's all I know about She's it. She's also in it. Oh, she, uh, yeah, that makes sense. Um yeah i mean she's great obviously yeah every year Frances mcdormand she's gonna remember, win something um was it what was the movie that she did uh nomad land was that yeah what it was called? No, yeah where it was like there was like not a real script and they just kind of like went out and she was like yeah of, for the van people yeah and yeah. she like went and got a job at amazon and they just mm-hmm. filmed it it was almost like a documentary but it wasn't it was but it wasn't yeah. so weird yeah um god she's so good in it though she is good she's really good i mean she's just always really good (laughs) Um, i mean yeah she was just kind of living that life (laughs) (laughs) you know but it seems like she would kind of like do well in that life it does i mean i think she would yeah (laughs) but anyway i really think you know no matter what like let's all try to go to the movies and see these movies like actually go to the theaters and like see them please people like yeah. we need to do that like and especially now oscar season it's theater time it is like time to go see like great performances this is the time of year where my amca list makes sense for me to have like i see yes. i see so many movies in this in this short period <laughs> yeah. that it makes up for the whole year that i didn't go see movies yeah like go find your local theater like not your porn theater but like find a, just a th- your porn theater. theater yeah well i mean i don't know but do people even go to there anymore do they do they pay for porn Oh, well, I don't know. I haven't been to a porn theater, so, you know, I, I don't pay for porn. Well, I've never been to a porn theater, so uh, I guess I don't either. Okay, well, <laughs> I guess that settles that. Uh, yeah, I hope so. Hey, Mark, if people want to find us and follow us uh, on the social medias, you know, where could they do that? Well, I think they could just go to Instagram, William, and find us at Made in Hollywood Podcast. Oh, all right. <laughs>